Any successful plan requires wisdom and preparation, and retirement is no different. It's time for the Plan Wise Retire Free Podcast. Thanks for being here for another edition of Plan Wise Retire Free with Jude Wilson and Mike Mott. As always, we appreciate their time on the podcast. And of course, if you have caught the prior episode, you know we have special guest Kathleen Real with us as well. And I'm going to dispense with the pleasantries and just jump right back into the topic. But uh, Jude, Mike, Kathleen, as always, thank you for your time. We certainly appreciate it. And uh, I'm going to let uh, Jude take over again with these uh, great questions and really informative information for folks who have lost that special someone, that significant other. So Jude, take it away, my friend. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate you. Kathleen, welcome back. Uh, Again, your time is so valuable to us. And I know that we're doing good work and we're serving people out there. So thank you again. Thanks for having me back. I'd like to pick up where we left off. We talked a little bit about your story. Uh, We started to talk about decision-making. I want to ask you about your process. In the book, you basically have a three-phase process, grief, growth, and grace. Can you talk about that a little bit? And Mike, if you have any stories to share that, that, that chime into that, please do. Sure. And as we, we started to talk about the grief section last week, uh, that's a time when the widow is just focusing on j- her immediate needs and settling the estate, uh, looking at cash flow, the money coming in, you know, what are the bills, and to keep on paying those. Just a very cursory asset review of seeing where the stuff is. And that sometimes is shocking for widows who would come to work with me. They didn't realize that their husband had stuff in one. I told her she won the prize. It was like 30 different accounts all over the place. Oh, my goodness. Not to do any consolidation or changes, but just to see where it was and to file for benefits. Okay, when she's past that heavy grief phase, she goes into a growth stage. And the question is, well, how long does it take to go from grief to growth? And my answer is it all depends on the circumstances. It it may be dependent on things like the, um, the cause of death someone who died suddenly, heart attack, it's going to be a different situation than the widow whose husband had a long lingering disease that she was helping to manage for many, many years, who when he passed, really had already done part of her grieving already. So all kinds of circumstances will determine. But for many widows, on average, it may take up to about a year before she's ready to move into that growth. Okay, the growth is the more traditional kinds of financial planning activities will will happen. Um, She will have finished all those financial steps that are outlined in that book and in that free downloadable steps that you might want to make available. Then she's going to be doing some basic estate planning and investments and taxes decisions. And there'll be decisions pre and post retirement. She's already retired. Where will she be living, for example? And there will be decisions about investments that It may involve making some major shifts from what that portfolio was when hubby was still around. Many of the widows that we interviewed in our research studies did not play as active a part in the finances. And they had, they understood like the day-to-day money situation with the household, but the bigger picture, like where all the assets were and why they were invested the way that they were weren't really clear on some of those things. So it's understanding what was the purpose of this investment and where it was located, and then making a decision about if that was where it should stay or not. One widow came to me after her husband had died and said, 
she really didn't understand all of that, but she, she just had a gut level feeling that it was too risky. And when I looked at their investment portfolio, this was a woman in her mid seventies, over like, it's like 90% of that was invested in risky foreign stocks, not the right place for her to be in her particular situation. All right, so that's the, the taking care of business. This is the second stage. And that's a time of, of balance where the time of grief is more the time of just breathing, of just surviving. And then there's a third stage for those widows who decide that they want to have a life that evolves, can be repurposing. There's a sense of independence. I realized it took me like over six years before I hit that third stage. And I woke up one day, I was writing my journal and I said, I'm so much more than just a widow. I am an independent woman. And that's a time when an advisor can work with a widow and do some advanced estate planning. If the woman is charitably inclined, there can be some beautiful things that that happen there. There are some special opportunities. We're not going to get into here, but uh, with retirement accounts of using that um, for some of these charitable purposes, there can be special family issues. There may be a family business. There may be um, a decision to, to help family in certain ways. Legacy life print is something that I, and I know this is very important with your firm. I went out to the website and looked at some of the, the legacy planning kinds of things that you're doing there. So I applaud you for that. Uh, that's a whole different dimension of it's much more than just the money. It's, it's sharing their stories, their values, their aspirations for future generations. And it can be very, very gratifying. This is one of the new things that, that I'm really focused on now with some of my writing and the workshops that I'm doing. And it's a time of, of great fulfillment. Do all widows go to the third stage? Not every widow does. Some are very comfortable staying in stage two. That's a good, safe place to be. There are some widows who never move out of stage one. Now, none of my clients were that way, but these are usually the very, very, very elderly women who were joined at the hip with their spouse. They just did everything together. And these are folks who go into very, very deep grief. And you've heard the phrase that died of a broken heart. Well, that's really true. That is a medical condition. And it's, I won't give you the whole medical terminology, but it's been written up in, in scientific journals. But um, they generally within two years after the death of a spouse that they themselves pass. But most of my clients did make it to the third stage. And it's just, it's so fulfilling to watch. This can also be a time when there's new relationships in life. And there can be remarriages. Uh, it happened with me. I was never going to get married again. I had a wonderful husband and I wasn't going to, And but I changed my mind. <laughs> and after a dozen years of being a, a widow, I did remarry. And it's, it's a very good place. But with a financial advisor, this is the time to talk about prenuptial agreements. It's also a time if a widow does start dating to do some serious talking about watching out for some of these guys that take advantage of women on dating sites. You've heard about these stories? Well, they're true. And so I used to teach my widowed clients how to do background checks on guys. And we found fellows who had liens against their property. They were had filed for bankruptcy. They said they were widowed and they weren't actually even divorced. They were still married. So being very, very careful about lots of things. So there are many, many services that a financial advisor can help a client with besides just picking the right investment. Well, Kathleen, one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show is because personally in my in my career, I haven't had many clients who've passed away. Typically, financial advisors have clients between uh, five to 10 years of their own age. And so 
I'm a tad bit younger than Mike, not, not by much, right, Mike? <laughs> Mike has had more experience in dealing with some of our clientele in the Bradenton, Sarasota area that have had this experience. But one of the things that made me feel really good after reading your book was that a lot of the things that you wrote about, we're practicing in our own financial planning practice. You mentioned about 71% of widowers would change financial advisors once uh, their husband passes. I know right. in, in my career, we I have not lost one client who had had a death in the family because we try to build those relationships and take some of those steps that you write about in, in the book. And the reason why I wanted uh, Mike to speak to that is that he's also had uh, similar experiences with uh, more of our clients in Bradenton and has some stories. And I think people get more out of stories sometimes by just listening to the data. And so I'm going to tell one story. I hope uh, Mike has a story to tee up. But one of my clients, very similar to you, both her parents passed away. Uh, she wasn't a widower, but when both her parents passed away, she was dealing with her father's financial advisor. Her father was in his, in his late 80s. And when she met with the financial advisor, she found out the portfolio that her dad was in was 85% equities. Yep. And this is a man that was retired mm -hmm. and in his mid 80s. Yeah. And she was furious to find that out. But these are the things that we do we deal with in trying to give good advice. Yes. Yes. It's you know it's it's funny that you know as I mentioned earlier you had touched on so many different ways that you know a, a widow would do some things that might not be in her best interest uh, after a passing. And we had a client exactly like the one you were talking about. I don't think when her husband was alive that they were able to spend very much money. But boy, when he died, yes, uh, she <laughs> took off like crazy and did uh. so many things. And of course, we were, we, were, we were able to slow her down, but boy, it was mm -hmm. not easy. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, another story was talking about the portfolio we had one that was almost the exact opposite. It was whatever Charlie was doing is what we need to keep doing mm -hmm. uh, because Charlie put all those in place. Right. Right. And you can't talk to her. It took a long time to get, get her to begin to get into that growth stage. And that's very typical. I, I call it, it's almost like Charlie was reaching out from the grave and controlling her. Yeah. And yes, it's, a, it's not uncommon. If there's any advice to go out to all of these folks, it's just that yeah. when somebody passes, it takes time, but over time, you need to be able to start to make your own decisions. Yeah. And having somebody that you can trust to guide you through that process is incredibly important. Right. Yeah. And as you mentioned earlier, and it can't be the new person that you just met, that takes time to understand um, and establish a relationship with somebody so that as they go forward and they start to make these recommendations, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you can do it from a standpoint of trust rather than, as, as you mentioned, a salesperson. All the widows that I've worked with through the years, and some of them would come in that early grief stage. Some of them actually came to me in the grace transformation stage. But the biggest underlying factor of all of them, they want to feel financially secure. Mm -hmm. 
I think, you know, it, it, you're right. And then especially in that grace stage, when you start thinking about doing some legacy planning or doing some pre, you know, giving away money before they pass, the bottom line before that happens is you need to make sure that they understand that they're going to be okay. And then yes. once they know they're yes. going to be okay, then they can begin to think of creating legacies. Yeah. This information is so powerful, and we could we could probably teach a, an all day class just on this information. But I want to make sure we we touch on the last of the three topics that we had initiated in our first meeting. Uh, the last of the topics that we were going to talk on is what to to do ahead of time. We're the sp- both spouses are still alive. How do we prepare for the eventuality that one of us mm-hmm. is going to pass away? Yes. Kathleen, do you have any advice on that? Yes. There are so many things to think about. And we used to do a client event, and we do it in February. And it was around the Valentine's Day theme. And it was, uh, to paraphrase, it was something like, saying I love you means sharing the financial ad- information with both of us. And just a topic about what's in the safe deposit box? What are our passwords and pins? Is our estate document up to date? Do we have a trust? If we have a trust, where is it? I'm not even sure that we do. Is the executor still alive, the successor executor? What about the changed family situations? We've got a daughter-in-law now, we've got a grandchild and nothing was taken care of that. Have we named the beneficiaries correctly on our IRA account? What is it that I really want to leave as my legacy? So we would introduce some of these questions. And although it was a part of the annual review with all of our couples on some things, they really would start to think, you know, Harry's got the passwords. He says he knows them all. They're in his head. He doesn't want to write them down because then somebody could find it and he'd know it. But if something happens to him, I don't have a clue. So there are lots of topics that... It's kind of fun to watch them poke each other in the ribs while you're saying that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To your point, a couple of things that, that we practice in, in our office to try to make this process a little bit easier uh, for both parties to understand and be involved with is we have something we call our asset map, which shows the couple's entire finances on one page in a very simple pictorial. It looks just like a map. You know, mm-hmm. Sally owns this, Harry owns that, and it's a very easy way for them to pick up and see, okay, this is where everything's at. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I didn't do prior to joining forces with Mike that I know now we've incorporated in both offices is our financial estate organizer. Mike, can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, the, the, we call it the FEO binder. And in that book, uh, we accumulate Everything, copies of insurance, the estate plan, copies of titles, <laughs> copies of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we insist that uh, at least once a year and maybe tw- maybe every other year at least at minimum that we make them bring them in and we make sure they get them updated, which mm-hmm. always begs the questions of now, do we need to review the beneficiaries? Has something new happened in the family? Do we need to update the will or the trust? Mm-hmm. Uh, it forces uh, them. It's kind of like, I love your little checklist idea. And, and we do a lot of checklists, but I love yours. 
And Matt, before we get off, we know to make sure to, to be able to get a reference to that so that clients can get that uh, a checklist for, uh, format for, you know, recent widows. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it just makes them take the time to do something that's pretty easy to forget about. Very wise. Very wise. Well, Kathleen, we, we've really enjoyed our conversation with you today. Before we take off, is there any words of wisdom you want to depart on our listeners? Just keep on doing what you're doing. These women need your help. They want your help. They will appreciate your help. And as you know, advisors who function the way that you do, it's not the most popular mode out there. So keep on doing it. Well, we can't thank you enough. And to show our gratitude and appreciation and also to serve our audience, uh, we're going to give away copies of your book. And we want uh, the listeners to contact us so that we can uh, get that information. And also your website. Can you tell us your website? It's my name, K-A-T-H-L-E-E-N-R-E-H-L.com. And you'll see I've changed it since I refired and that's on the front page now, but there's a, a section that has tools. In the tools section, down near the bottom, you'll find little pictures of the cover and it just says financial steps for recent widows. If they click on that, a PDF comes up and you can just download it for free. And unlike many other sites where you download a free PDF, they want your name and your address and your email and all that kind of stuff. I don't ask for that because I'm not going to chase anybody. <laughs> you can just get it for free. All right, well, I love that. And also your legacy life print, letters and stories I saw in there where it says it's, you're free to copy this, photocopy it, do whatever you want. That's yeah. a wonderful document. I really love that. And I'm so happy you've just given it away. That one, I'm using that in a number of workshops. Many of them I'm doing in, in congregations and for nonprofit organizations. And it's a way to get started for somebody. It, it, that definitely is a little workbook kind of stuff. And, and all these things that I've written and I've done, it's not supposed to be like finance 101. It's just to help people get started, to feel more self-confident, more comfortable about these money kinds of issues, and to take action. And that's usually the key to start most processes. So with that, I'll remind everybody to go to the website to download some of those resources Kathleen has available at KathleenReal.com, and it's spelled R-E-H-L. And of course, as Jude mentioned, you can get a copy of the book by reaching out to us here on the podcast at PlanWiseRetireFreePodcast.com, or just call them at 800-779-4592. Let them know you'd like a copy. 800-779-4592. Jude, Mike, thanks for your time. Kathleen, thank you so much for your time as well. I hope everybody has a safe and uh, insane week coming up and try to uh, do your very best out there. Jude, my friend, thank you for your time and great job on the hosting. I'm just trying to fill your big shoes. <laughs> well, I appreciate saying, well, it. Watch out, man. He's coming. <laughs> I know it. He's coming. That's for sure. Mike, thanks for your time. Miss Kathleen, thank you for your time as well. Everybody be safe, be sane. And we'll see you next time here on Plan Wise, Retire Free with Jude Wilson and Mike Mott. Don't forget to go to the website and check them out at planwiseretirefreepodcast.com. The preceding program is sponsored by Jude Wilson and Mike Mott, which is solely responsible for its content.